0: Hi, and I suppose welcome to the 130th edition of the Keen Minds podcast.
1: Angry Cast.
0: Angry Cast. We are dubbing this the Angry Cast. This is NBC's The Blacklist episode or season eight, episode 22. Conitz. Mm. Sure, why not? I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm Jen, aka Takata Cycle,
1: and I'm Tessa.
0: This. is... Folks, just a heads up, um, if you have kids in the room, you might want to send them out. If you're sensitive to language, we apologize. This is going to be an edit-free zone today. We're going to, both of us, like the majority of the fandom, as far as I can tell. I'm slightly pissed. By slightly, I, you know, fire of a thousand We mean by lot. It's. Yeah, I I just we're recording and this on Thursday night. <laughs> uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. I being on the West Coast, I did not get to see it the night it aired. So I watched it today in between work stuff, which made it very difficult to focus. And I texted Tess. I said, I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm not gonna sit in this. If you have time, let's let's just knock it out tonight. Let's use the anger. Let's be real and honest. And probably connect a lot with the folks that are listening to this because as far as I've heard from you guys over on Facebook, on Tumblr, various other places, I I had someone reach out today and say, please tell me you've got a nugget of hope for me. And I'm like, nope, I do not. No hope left. No faith left. We're done. That has yep. gone out the window. I see it floating down the river in the dumpster that is
1: on fire. Now Let's start with the good things. I think it was a phenomenal performance. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. It, the, Megan the- was the- very good. It was it was a great great performance all around. You know, with with Ram with Wrestler. You know, it was just great. Performance- I, I
0: love that. The performance was good. The music was top-notch. I actually yeah. got my Shazam out and, and grabbed a song. I still have not listened to it again because I really liked the version of it. I still have not listened to it again because we may have an issue of not being able to ever listen to it again. Kind of like 508. Um, and the uh, the editing. I saw someone make a comment, I think, on Tumblr. Yeah, it was on one of Ally uh, Blacklist's Anon's pinged in and said, you know, the editing was amazing and I have to agree with that or
1: I mean, it was good. I mean, yeah. I, I the did montage not, of her bla- of the flashbacks was, it made me so nostalgic, sad, nostalgic <laughs> and sad. Yeah. And it, it hit the I, right I, notes it was supposed to. Yeah. I mean, it definitely made me realize the journey that has been the eight years of the blacklist. And, and I gotta say, for the, for, you know, since we're getting the good things out first, I have made over the eight years amazing friends. I've had an amazing hobby of analyzing this thing to bits. And, and for that, I am extremely grateful. I am too. And
0: just to let you guys know, we are neither confirming nor denying next season's podcast. Uh, we are very emotional right now. Okay. And I, I've already made one fandom decision based off of my extreme emotional reaction. I'm not interested in making two, especially one. We have done this for five years. It Tessa and I have become very close friends through this. I mean, it's I, I've been to New York to see her twice. <laughs> um, it's. Friendships have been born out of this fandom, which is fantastic. And so much of this story has brought so many people together in so many different ideas, and theories, and uh, meta's written, and character development discussed. And we started a and, podcast, and exactly. And so I think that's an interesting segue to lead in to a point of what the hell happened. I don't think we can answer this in any sort of definitive answer because neither of us have inside information, but I'm looking at this because my, as a writer, I tend to put a lot of weight on the writing. If, if it's bad writing, I don't like it. <laughs> I, and especially if I know the writers have a lot of talent I get very angry very fast because I know they can do better and it makes me very irritable when they don't. And so my first reaction was, what is going on with the jaunts? Like they are usually top notch talent. Even if I haven't liked their overarching story, their individual episodes are usually amazing. There's deep mythology there's twists and turns there's red speak galore and yet the last three that we've seen from them have been
1: terrible i mean i didn't think that shallow was terrible
0: i i was not crazy about it but you know it's okay it's not it hasn't been the best let's put it that way it has not been on their level Okay, well, it has not been on John Bokenkamp and John Eisendrath's level. Especially when you chunk in Lucas Ryder onto it. Yeah. Um, This was just the Johns. And so we already knew Megan was leaving. That news dropped. That was all over the internet. We were already upset over that. We didn't know if she was getting killed off. We didn't know if she was, you know, going to go into hiding, change her face. There were so many different theories out there. And... I understand, and we don't know the reasons behind Megan's choice, if it was her choice, if it, they called it a mutual choice, thats it's almost never mutual, I mean, like mm. it's kind of like a divorce, it's almost never, never mutual, <laughs> and so there's always going to be one party that's a little more irritated than the other, and a little more interested in breaking it off than the other, and so because we don't have that piece of the information, it's like, all right, here is a piece of the puzzle. Megan Boone, the lead who made her her career in this show, as it's winding down, she is deciding to depart or is departing is the best way to put it. Okay, so Megan's going. And then she gets killed off on Wednesday night. We see this and we will get into all of that. And then on Thursday, and so by this point, I mean, I watched it Thursday morning. I had already heard from a bunch of places. I had warning that she'd gotten killed because I had such an emotional. I mean, I was, you guys heard me back in 508, the way I reacted to Tom's death. I I got warning here. Like, these are good friends that go, do you want to know? And I did. I, against iffy judgment, I went ahead and I was glad that I did. Because if, if I had prepared watched you. The- yeah, I, if I had watched, I would have done exactly what I did with Tom Go, no, 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 they can't do this Because they won't have a story without her They will find a way to keep her alive Because they won't have a story without her And so, Megan's gone They kill Liz Thursday midday John Bokenkamp makes a tweet And he's It's a very nice tweet I highly suggest you go out and read it on Twitter If you haven't yet But, And potential spoiler John Bokenkamp is leaving he is not only the showrunner, co-showrunner with John Eisendrath, but he is the series creator. He, Raymond Reddington, Elizabeth Keene, Tom Came King, out of him. Came out of his head. This is the man, and I, I would like to be a showrunner. This is like, this is my ideal, not technically Boken Camp, but you know, this job is what mm. I am striving for. And so I, the idea of walking away before it's done, and choosing to walk away from your baby, because when you write, it is your baby, it is your child, and handing it to someone else to finish, how angry do you have to
1: be? How disappointed do you have to be or, before you make that choice? I mean, if he did walk away, there's also a possibility that he was walked away.
0: That is also a possibility. Um that is difficult with such a mythology-heavy series. Now, if they're just going, screw the mythology, we don't care, which is a good possibility at this point. Um, but I think back to Carnival with David Knopf, uh, Daniel Knopf, excuse me, um, that he had never showrun in his life, and they went, this is so complicated, we don't know what to do with this, but we love it, please come showrun for us. And Dan Knopf became a showrunner. And so the idea that they just kicked him out, they, they are doing one of two things. If they, if they kicked him out, I mean, it looks like it was his choice, but you can never take it at face value because NDAs are signed and there's a whole mm-hmm. slew of legal legalese that happens behind the scenes. That we will never know unless one of us goes and gets drinks with the man and is friends with him. Like, that's the only way we'll have any kind of clue. And which case is probably oh, microphone.
1: The call all the handy microphones
0: i mean think like a spy um no, you know. <laughs> but there was an interesting anon that appeared today on tumblr on ally blacklist site and she gets because she does so much hard work and she does she she has been extraordinary for this fandom and all the hard work she does all the information she pulls together that's all out there She's not an insider. She's just very very good at tracking down information. But because she is, she has people that come to her sometimes. And when Megan was missing earlier this season, she had an Anon that came to her and said, this is the reason Megan's leaving. And at the time, it was like, "Mm, you kind of take that with a grain of salt, because it could be an Anon. It could just be someone stirring up trouble. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, this fandom can be a little toxic sometimes, so, took it with a grain of salt. The Anon's predictions, best I remember, were fairly, at least what they said, which was, you know, like, she will be gone X number of episodes. Mm-hmm. I think they were right on that. and mm-hmm. But that that's kind of iffy. And so, take it with a grain of salt, but that did seem to match up. And I don't know if this is the same Anon that she received. But one came through that I saw posted today said, uh, I have so much to say, but don't want to burn bridges. Uh, I'll say the last two scripts were very clear with reveals and answers. But what I heard from people above me is that NBC was scared that no one would tune in next season if everything was answered. So they toned it down. Also, I met with Camp when he visited on the finale, uh, overheard him talking was definitely a uh, plan in place from the very beginning. Um, If this is true, and I I want to stress beyond anything that neither Tessa nor I have any insider information, and we have no way to confirm that this individual does. No way to. But this, to me, (laughs) as someone with a lot of, with a decent amount of book knowledge on certain things with the industry, because I have not actually gotten into the industry yet, but I have done research on it before I got out here and, and know a little bit about how it works. Not a lot, a little bit, you know, it's, it's an experience. Um, it is such a weird industry because you take a business, That is the studio and the the network, the studio being the financer, which is Sony owns, I believe, 25 percent and NBC Universal owns 75 percent of the blacklist. Those are the two studios that have partnered. And then you have the network, which is NBC and the network renews, you know, each season and the studio finances and then they split. However, the contracts are written. And. Hence the reason NBC clearly wanted to keep <laughs> keep upping their percentage. I think they started out as a 50-50 partnership. Maybe mm-hmm. less. Um, but we have Megan leaving to go create her own production company, which she's calling Weird Sisters, with Sony. We have John leaving. Match this with the Anon's information, if it's true. And I'm going... This is what happens when you mix business and art. You have to, to get television. There's no way around it. But it's that very tough line of when does the art start to suffer in order for a few bucks to get made?
1: It, but it's it's a bad calculation because in order to make decisions about a product that basically relies on understanding of human nature... You will do well to do the, to at least consult somebody who knows how you feel, how people would feel. Because if I... There are so many algorithms that are run. Like yeah. So much of this is computerized these days. This, this is really um, a miscalculation in my part, from my, from, from, in my view, from what they think people tune in to watch. I agree, and that we're not saying that NBC
0: is at fault here. I'm just saying that since Megan's going with Sony, and she seemed, we believe that she is upset with something, and she is leaving. And the fact that she is making a deal with Sony, the partner left mm. is in. That's it's making those business decisions is mm. NBC.
1: Um. But this this entire thing. I mean, let's let's face something. In when we first met, uh, Ivan Stepanov, he said that Liskin is off limits for now, and that obviously changed him the, uh, there. So we know that between the moment that that was written and filmed, and the moment that it, that this aired. This last few episodes aired, there is a marked change in what's going on. And obviously now Ivan has become somebody who's like a very different character than somebody who's actually threatening Liz a bit. So we we know that in between the moment that this season started to get written and the moment that things started to happen, uh, things were changed. And, and that seems very obvious to me because you're getting all this discombobulated this, this things. But the most important thing to me in the reason of my, of my disgruntled status at this point is that we have spent eight years building a mythology, building characters, characters that mean something to us. And, and of course, it's a spy, and we expect that something is going to turn and suddenly you're going to see them all different. That's what spy, the spy genre is all about. But what you do not expect is when you're building this and you know that, you know what, Dom, he may have not have been the best person, but he obviously loved his daughter and this and that. And suddenly you get to 821 and basically this entire cast of characters are now despicable human beings none of them are redeemable. You're totally uninterested in watching what happened to them or what did they do. And you have removed in one fell swoop the one thing that made Dembe the character that he was. Thank you. special character that he was. He's a man of, he's a spiritual man. He's a religious man. A man of faith. And he told his, He's imam that the work he was doing with with red was saving innocent's life. And that's why he was at peace, even though it meant killing a lot of people. But they were all bad people. When you, when you have a mythology like this, and you have characters that have done all these questionable things, but to have a grand scheme mythology in which you're fighting something bigger than yourself it's about not you and your little world and your little mistakes but it's about humanity it's about the world it's about that enemy that is out there and is going to impact you're doing it as much for your kids as for your kids of the other one for the world for humanity yep then Things start to you look at these characters and you look at their choices and you say, well, you know what, in the grand scheme of things, maybe the things the questionable things that they're doing make sense because it's for the the greater good. But you made all this being about protecting Masha and hiding Katerina and this entire thing. Now, it's one unsavory character after another started by Dembe, who's now basically doing all this to protect this twit. I was so
0: frustrated in the moment, in the conversation, when Red looks at him and goes, is it wrong what I'm asking her to do? First off, yes, hat, you know it's wrong.
1: Like, what's wrong with you? But, it, I mean, be it's, if that's the point, why not let her do it in anger the way he was supposed to do it? Yeah, Excuse I, me, I, at least then it, she will say, oh, whoa. I, I mean, do I made wanna, a mistake, I but you did correct me. I do want to dive
0: into the believability of this episode and the way it was structured, because I think that's an excellent point you just made. And I made it multiple times to my iPad, hoping my poor neighbors weren't hearing me screaming. <laughs> but what I want to focus on here, because we're talking about Zimbe, is Red's question about, is it wrong what I'm asking her to do? And Dimbe's, it's not that simple. Okay, if it were a bigger thing, maybe. If it weren't asking a woman who you have been tasked or whatever the hell to protect, to sell her soul and drown herself so she can, I guess, maybe stay alive. I like the the fact that they have painted Dembe is a man of faith. I don't care what Faith you hold there are certain mor- moral pillars that cross the face and destroying a young woman's life in order to quote unquote save her is not part of most people's faith <laughs> no i mean and if you doing especially it, not you're... a good man like dembe has been we we have seen and we have been told again and again and again Dembe is a good man. He has been put on this pedestal as, you can trust Dembe. And he's been a fantastic... His sham is so talented at bringing Dimbe to life. Mm-hmm. But to see him in that moment... My notes, what I have in here is, Dimbe saying it's not that simple is bullshit. Because that's what it is. I, I get... Red wanting her, to, wanting her to take over. I, I knew it was. Remember, I said I, it in yeah, the last oh, podcast.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, he ask her to kill her.
0: Oh no, you've been saying that you want. You thought that she was gonna get her face swapped,
1: is what yes, you're saying. Yes, but I also said the disturbing no. request, or maybe yeah, not I, in the podcast. I've never heard that from you. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, no, I, I did say in the uh, in, in the in Reddit. I okay. I think that the disturbing part, the disturbing request, is gonna be to kill him. that to establish her dominance i mean that's clearly what he
0: did but to hold the answers that she's been waiting for basically her entire life to say yes i am going to give you these but hang on hang on and this is what he's been doing for eight seasons this is what has eventually exhausted me with the story of raymond reddington is that he always he goes he gets right up there to it and says answers 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 oh you're interested now hang on put the brakes on i need you to do this for me first and then he finds a way to squirm out of it and he said well he definitely
1: this time he squirmed out of it because now she's dead
0: (gasps) yeah and total side note but can we just talk about freaking van dyke who appears out of nowhere like that gif well somebody
1: was saying that that mrs french was very busy with Liz back and maybe put a tracker on her.
0: I uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't really care to be totally gone at this point. Like, it was just so We need him here. Convenient writing. He appeared. It's to shoot her in the back when she makes the choice that I've been saying she need to make all season and says she has him in the crosshairs let's circle back let's circle back to what you were saying because this all flows in together and i apologize folks this is going to be very emotional very all over the place because it's
1: we're very angry <laughs> this is an anger podcast. i'm angry but i'm focused you're very I, angry i'm angry and focused
0: i am you know me i'm i'm a little more on the emotional side that's okay that's not a, a knock against me it's fine i'm an artist what can i say um <laughs> I think compared to
1: a Vulcan, so I guess I'm not.
0: I always liked Spock. Does that count? Mm. I think it was.
1: I wish I had more of that. <sighs> it was not meant as a as a. As Take, a you yeah. know what?
0: Take their insults as compliments. You can it's choose. Alex. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, but I have Uh-oh. I have more more things that that go with that whole thing. Okay. Because yeah, let's stay with D B. We we have Dembe who has been this moral person, and now he's fine with Liz killing Red. What was the point of stopping her before? Could Dembe not just have tell her the story afterwards? At least she would have had that excuse to herself that hey, I was angry and I didn't know all this, so you pushed me here. Liz. So you stop her from killing me, and now in order to 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 tell you a story, and then have you asked me to kill me? so that i can give you who i who i was i feel at the end of season 6 i
0: remember sitting back and going what did i just watch what did i just spend 22 episodes watching and i felt that and more yeah. right now i feel like what have i just spent the last
1: yeah.
0: equivalent of 8 years of my life i guess 7 because i came yeah. in in season 2 of my life
1: doing if this is what's on my television so this we got we got the issue of Dembe we got the issue of removing that he's doing this for a for a greater good that work that Dembe had referred to the thirty year plan the um the the work that is not yet done that is important yeah. is what we're doing all of that you have removed because now all of this is in order it's like this is like Liz narcissistic dream everything is about me. Well, I mean, that's the yes, thing. Is it nothing I matches lost up? Everything, but but it's okay. Nothing matches up. Nothing. And nothing. so they destroy the mythology created in nine episodes. We have, and uh, even before, if they think
0: they're going to circle back around to it in season nine, newsflash,
1: NBC, nobody
0: freaking cares at this point. Well,
1: they they have this this thing. Let's say, for example, that even if you were a more or less committed. Viewer. In, I was. In I season was too you had Leonard Cole telling Liz that he wrote the fulcrum ciphertext. And in 822, 821, we have Raymond Reddington doing the ciphertext. So which one was it? Because by doing that and by by systematically going into every point of the mythology and creating such a mess of it you basically have removed and by and with it you removed what made the quest you now have characters whose quest is to keep this twit alive and not even give the twit the means to understand why she's so important but you come in here to, so that she doesn't understand she doesn't know that she killed her father, but then you don't tell her that your father that Raymond Reddington was her father. so nothing matches up it nothing doesn't makes it. any sense It's you basically have destroyed eight years of mythology in one fell swoop you eliminated the quest the noble quest that the characters were in. And you I have think? said for
0: years, I have said for years that if we cannot trust the mythology in a show like this, you can't trust anything. You can't trust the ending. You can't trust the characters. You can trust nothing. And not in a good way. Not in a haha, we've got you on your toes kind of No, I mean I don't is care. Crap writing. <laughs>
1: you are you just basically took a dump in my face. <laughs> That's what I feel NBC did. You just took a giant dump on my face. And news flash, NBCs. I'm never watching another TV show again, much less NBC. I'm done with. I'm only watching cable shows that are done, and I know that they're good, and I'll watch them. Other than that, thank you.
0: If Phoenix lands on a on a uh, network show, you watch. I'll I'll watch
1: your stuff. Because you know
0: I'll fight for my ending.
1: You know me. I'll fight for it.
0: And I, I am not saying anything, like, I, I, I feel like, one, I don't know. I
1: don't know all the intricate details in the back, background. There may, may, may be some, but I can tell you what, I can probably write 15 different endings for the oh, last two episodes that will keep the mythology intact and get them to have 15 more seasons. Well, not that's not one, thing. 15 more. guarantee.
0: I I don't know if this is the John's fault. I mean, because the showrunners shoulder a lot of the burden. Um, I don't know if it's NBC or Sony or what have you that's come in and said, mm, we see what you've written. We've seen what you've shot. Now nah, you need to cut it to hell. Yeah. And to be fair, when you go into television and you're a creator, when you're the showrunner, the creator, you take your beautiful pilot, your baby, You go into a, you know... And they butcher it it and say, well, now it's perfect. Hang on, hang on. You go in, you pitch it to a room of executives and say, take a chance on me. Especially John Bogenkamp, who had never been in TV before. That's why they paired him with John Eisendrath. He said, take a chance on me. I have an excellent story. And they did. And they gave him this. And they gave him a partner to help him navigate television and his budget and everything involved. They gave him a fantastic team. He hired fantastic writers. They did very, very well for a long time, and but don't when know when you do, to end it. But when you do that, when you hand it over and you say, "Yes, I am signing my contract." When you write a book, you retain the rights. When you write for TV, you sell the rights. You work for the production company, yep. So but, I'm not sure I may. My, my point being, John, if I have unduly put blame on you because it seemed like it's poor writing on your part, I apologize, dude. I, I have my, my
1: I have a, a, a structured list of complaints. Oh. Let's go into the ending because at the we know very good. We know very well that there is only two possibilities left on the table. Red is not some other dude. Red is either Raymond Reddington or Katarina because he says, if you knew who I am, you're not going to kill me. Right. So that leaves basically it leaves us with two with two opens uh, the possibilities that are OK. You know, I've always went for it has to be apparent because nobody will take what Liz has dished out and nobody but I, a, but a, I do but a disagree with take that. Stuff either. I, I do
0: disagree with that because I'm a big fan of Chosen Family, but at this point, I, I think you're right. But
1: but it Chosen Family is fine if he had grew up with her. Yeah, I mean that's, we've that's gotten a whole to different story. Point. I'm not I'm not questioning that Sam would not have done that because Sam did raise her, but it's a very different thing to to say. Oh yeah, but I took this re- this kid and this is my Chosen Family. Except you haven't seen the kid in person. Or the kid hasn't seen you and you don't have a relationship with him. I mean,
0: I guess you could have a form of psychosis where you've, you know, formed this bond
1: with this person. Yeah, but then never really what, that, what makes Dembe, what makes Dom out of that? Because Dom is, is basically conceding all rights to to Ren, to what he can even say to his grandchild. Yeah. Uh, what does it make of Dembe who's I, going on this murderer's rampage for years and years and years <laughs> in order to keep the tweet alive? I, nobody tells a twit Liz. hey respect the dead okay they, they've but, killed all my keys. <laughs> but 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 look at this I, I had no problem with liz even when she was angry but she was all this angry and then now suddenly she's like i'm sorry I, and
0: yes i was with you as soon as it was like oh pinky i just went are you
1: kidding me Again? yeah <laughs> yeah, and then now we're we're you know we're we're, we're Grandpappy and and uh, and now he's Pinky, and so, I mean, like I would think, but I could, I
0: could have, have understood it if she had been that sort of calm middle, of you saved my life, you have answers, but I have been very angry at you, and you have not yet given me my answers, so I am going to treat you with this. Weary appreciation, weary appreciation I could get behind. I yeah. have said for ages that if she bowed
1: to kiss the boot again, I was going to be pissed. I was pissed and and not only, and I call her a tweet for the for this thing for this this reason that I'm going to give. I get being angry at red. I mean red had I, he had giving answers, but not in a consistent way, and not in a way that independently of what. I could have got them or you could have got them. The character Liz could not get her because she was unable to answer a question properly and unable to listen to an answer properly. So even though he was actually giving answers, the reality of it is the answers were not hitting. He was not making an effort to be understood. He was stringing her along, but that's on him. On her is the fact that Liz... Had no loyalty whatsoever. Liz chose to betray and use her friends I in loved, every single possible way. I loved,
0: I don't even remember who it was. I think it was Wrestler that asked why Liz would call to apologize to a Rom. And I'm like, why shouldn't she? She should have done this. Ages ago, like, do you think are
1: you so smitten that you see that she is you think she's done nothing wrong? <laughs> what 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 this story did to the character of wrestler is an entire different thing, and we'll go into that. But let me finish my my yeah, parent I'm diatribe. I'm sorry. I'm because sorry go. The parent diatribe gets me really angry, and it's not. Let's say that at this point they decided, or it had always been Ritterina, and I just misread all that. That doesn't make any sense. For example somebody please explain me why would Rederina sit and what and tearfully watch movies on uh, home movies of Jennifer and yet not give two hoots when she got killed actually killed um so I don't care if it had been well done and explained I don't care I, I'm not transphobic but they're two they're two left answers Red is her father or Red is her mother. It's a parent. That's for sure. But let's examine what happens if Red is Raymond Reddington. He's a father and he's trying to keep Katerina safe. Okay, we're taking out the cabal and the big quest. And now you left you left that all. So at least he's yeah. trying to... Cabal who? To, to, yeah to remedy that kind of mess situation left by this whole line by Katerina. And his whole stupidity in actually leaving information that supposedly got 134 sailors to die because he left information, classified information, with his mistress that he knew was not only a KGB agent, but working for Lord knows who. Um, the cabal who no longer matters. And... Um, and you left all that in order to spy because uh, what she was carrying classified information in her underpants because she wasn't carrying it certainly in a briefcase because she was supposed to be this this ballet person was she what what on earth was he spying on but let's say that that's what it is at least he has something he's trying to protect somebody else and Liz and try to and kind of write up that mess that he made when he let somebody still classify information for him from years, knowing that they were a KGB spy. and did not take advantage to, I don't know, maybe do a sudden Ross and put bad information out there for the tweet to take. No, he continues shagging her in her wife's bed and in order to get information. So. We're not talking about totally and completely people with no morals whatsoever. So he got a little bit of moral and tried to kind of write up by the daughter. Um, Never mind that the other daughter, he died in. Hey, uh, what are you going to do? He's got a spare, an heir and a spare. There you go. He's fine. Uh, Besides, he always liked the other one because I guess um, tried to kill her more than once. So I guess that's a measure of love instead of Jennifer, who only tried to kill him once um yeah clearly you're gonna be persistent you're gonna be persistent not kind of leave in the middle of the job um but then let's examine what happened to this story when we go into red arena so red is katarina oh lovely yeah what happens dom is now a pimp (laughs) a immoral asshole who takes this poor spy who was just doing the job for her her country and turn her and blow her up and the twit cannot even say, excuse me, you got here um, Masha Rostova, you can take a blood test and see that I'm not her mother, I'm not Katerina Rostova, they just kind of frame me, excuse me. I would Ilia, like to point
0: out, I would like to point out all the things you're referencing right now were in Liz's head. So they are not reliable. And that's what we said last week. Yeah, it was not a reliable
1: narrative. But but Red says you were as part of a lie. And basically, say, I can't remember the other words, but basically confirm that everything that she had heard is apparently the story. And I don't care if they reverse it in next season, because by next season, I'm not invested. Because you have taken the characters and make them despicable and yes. I don't care if it's reverse or not reverse or you bring back the cabal. what you did by doing that is make them all despicable. I have been saying this
0: about red for seasons now. I used to love Raymond Reddington I I've never been a huge James Spader fan, not because I disliked him, just because I never really saw him in anything. His typical movies are not my cup of tea. But I loved him in this role. I love the red speak. I love dissecting the dialogue and the character and trying to figure out, oh, I caught it, I caught it, yay! Mm -hmm. You know, and who is he? And what is he? And all of these different questions that were so fascinating to me for years. And then it just... As 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 we it, went it, it, on, it got exhausting, and now it's gone beyond exhausting into why on. You know, I I had a, a person that was reading a, a a pilot of mine one time, and to be fair, this was at the very beginning of the pilot. But he goes, there was a character that he was my lead in. He he was my lead, so you have to love him, right? And the guy goes, why? So what do you mean why? He goes, why should I care? And that
1: right there is raymond reddington right now for for you (laughs) but i care about raymond reddington until the moment where where when he basically confirmed it would have taken just a phrase if they meant to cast as person and what liz had had seen in that story all they needed was like I don't know. You were saying things. I'm going to put things and I'm going to tell you exactly what's right or not. Anything to tell us what you saw before is not what is coming. And that and that would have been enough for me to say, okay, so that was really Liz, who's narcissistic, believing everything is about her because that's what she needs to learn, that she was actually loved and protected and cared for. And she was not abandoned uh, by her mother because she was a bad girl who shot her father. But, I mean, imagine what it does to Ivan Stepanov. So this guy decided to become a traitor to his country in order to help protect the twit and the daughter. A woman who decided to go against Russia. I feel like you need
0: different names, like different derogatory names for the women here, because you're calling them
1: all twits and I'm getting confused. Well... You can basically say twit and take. Doesn't have to be the women. It can be the men because Ivan Stepanov is a twit. To
0: yeah. be fair, yeah. when you first started seeing the twit, I thought you were referring to red. So right I'm not no. making. Sorry, I'm not making this about gender. Just like no. you, you have started using them for all women. I don't think you're doing it necessarily because of their gender. Oh, no, 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 they're, no, no. The twit. They're all twitch.
1: <laughs> Ivan Stefanov. Who is this? high... Thing, it, this high spy in Russia is now—it's taking information from Russia for no good reason, just to help Katerina and the daughter. Why? Why? I because mean,
0: because he
1: was in—not—not not even
0: infatuated
1: with Katerina. There, there was even like he was her handler. It. it was the handler. Then Ilya is another twit who goes also works with a cabal and not content with working with a cabal. He decides to then start doing all of this just so that the twit and the twit's daughter go in and live this not happy life while separated. Meanwhile, Sam is the one caring for the kid while well, these twits are running around betraying everything. Because by she now they betrayed every single country on the, on the earth with the purpose of keeping them alive. Wasn't it much easier for Katerina if she was really a brave mother? Because this is the endling. This is this makes the mother in the endling the mother of the year. Oh, my gosh. She, yeah. she could have just gone to the Russian embassy, leave Masha with with Sam, go to the Russian embassy and blow her brains. And leave enough DNA to make sure that they, that it is her. So now the cabal knows she's dead, Townsend or knows she's dead. She
0: she could have done that, or she could have taken Liz and run. She was a master spy. Are you telling me she couldn't make herself disappear?
1: Well, I mean, Carla Reddit don't disappeared believe for that. for almost thirty years in in weeks. Like, you could have done it. Even if you say, Okay, I am such a danger to my child. Let me leave her with somebody unconnected, and then I'm going to go and blow my brains out so that the Russians are satisfied, Townsend is really, satisfied.
0: Really, what that says about her character was that she was a coward.
1: She was a coward. She was a traitor. And instead, yes, selfish. So, yeah, so Incredibly selfish. selfish. She. Was we can't a- even like Katerina at this point. No, Katerina is a of all the twits, Katarina is the you know most what? horrible one of them. I, she's a coward. She's selfish. She's She has no redeeming ago, qualities. Years ago, many years ago, um, a friend
0: of mine, uh, she goes by uh, a Spoonie with TN on Tumblr. Um, but th- this friend of mine, she, she's not part of the fandom anymore. I don't think she's even watched the season. I don't know when she stopped watching. Um, she wrote... I don't remember what season this was, but maybe like three, maybe Um, two or three. She wrote a fanfic in which Katarina came back, but as a villain. And at the time I went, what? But it's Katarina. This is her mother. This is the, the goal. This is the shining light, you know, that she's reaching for her mother, you know, her mother and her father, et cetera, et cetera. I said, why would her mother be a villain? Well, no, she's worse. No, She's, she's not worked. even a villain. She she is a non... Not not a non-entity, but a selfish, selfish, horrible human being that let's, along with Reddington has
1: caused all of this chaos. Let's say that Katerina is really pregnant and she doesn't want to be pregnant. Um, She decides to tell Reddington is his and she decides to tell Constantine is his. Okay, let's say that she really didn't want to have this baby and she's running up and down in the West could she not just gone to an abortion clinic and have an abortion and tell her that eh, I lost the baby. In the no, yeah. that, that would have been actually kinder. Then, then we have what other I'll things never she be could able have done. That, she but... could have just have the baby and then fake the death of the baby in the West there and you leave go. the baby in a church and say somebody stole her and oh my God. And then leave the baby to safety you can leave it in a church in a hospital in a fire station anywhere and then become someone new and guess what go and adopt the kid if you want to be in their lives i mean suddenly or better you I mean, if you your if everybody's after you you're probably better off with a kid not even knowing what it is get that color person to take off that scar so nobody can identify him and that's it and, but you could have done so many other things that are not protecting because we she was actually never. protected with Sam. Nobody knew where she was. What created the problem? Red being overprotective and hiring the major's perfect no, smile no. instead what, of saying what caused the,
0: No, what caused the problem was Reddington getting pissed at Tom over it.
1: Yeah, and then getting pissed instead of saying, Well, wait a minute. I got a I got a son in law which is a spy which is a perfect protector, then
0: it, it, if, like, if Red had just struck a deal with Tom, which he clearly we know at this point would have done i like that would have been the perfect
1: scenario, it's Red not- arena basically have taken every single character that we have come to see and turned them into idiots. For well, all I, of this... I,
0: you know, Red hang on. Red Arena technically has not done it. I, if Red Arena is true, yes. But I would argue that it has taken every character that we've loved and turned them into idiots yeah. with or
1: without Red Arena. No, but Red Arena just takes it one step beyond because it, it's not even about... Agreed. It's more selfish. Because it's not even and, about about and, you know, projecting me. And pissed a lot of people off that
0: have real stories that have got I mean like there's a difference in representation we we've had representation for for trans individuals this season last we've had it we've had actors and actresses that are like we have uh one of the writers in the writing room is but to for this to be the reasoning and this is not coming from me this is because i i am not trans i do not like that that's not my wheelhouse to be able to say yes we should feel this way cuz it's not my you know I, i'm not so how can i do that but i have heard from other people saying you know how insulting it would be for that to be the reason
1: well and- just just hiding It's not because if you're saying, okay, and this is always goes to what have been always my major objection to the Red Arena theory, which is why? Because you don't do this kind of things without a reason. Either she was always transgender and felt uncomfortable as a woman and was really a man, and then she just did what she wanted to do always, or B, she's just hiding. And. 821 gave us the answer she was hiding yeah it's I mean and there are many ways to hide there are yes. many ways to hide and so it's not and and if they would have done a very poor job in portraying the woman then is described as full of life more alive than anybody else who was like you know it's a doctors like- into somebody who supposedly is it's I mean that I I'm not either I can't speak to anybody but I for what I have seen from what I've heard the struggles are very real and and this diminishes because this is just for hiding it's a terrible
0: story that's exactly what I mean like it's think what you want about it but like these are real people with real struggles don't don't you know, I, I guess as a writer, I think everything is a plot wrong, point. But from
1: a writing perspective, the motivations are there. completely wrong. Yes, because yeah, that exactly. If you, portray, you. if you want to portray that story, then you need to portray Katerina from the yes. very beginning as a woman who is troubled and suicidal and unhappy for what she was. Not a woman who was happily seducing. And then in A21, we decided to make that she wanted to be somebody else or she wanted to follow a different trade because we have established over all these years that Katerina was amazing and fun. And we saw her, how she was flirting with, with, uh, you know, with Kate and she was a cavorting in a car with Raymond Redding and having a great time. She didn't look at all like she was, you know, Oh my God, I hate to do this.
0: And can we just talk about what you mentioned a moment ago? And this is going to be, this is going to be another two-parter, I swear. Um, but what you talked about a few moments ago when you when you were talking about the season four statement about Katarina, you know, full of life, jumping over the, the fence and dancing in the yard, et cetera, et cetera. That Katerina and the Katerina we met in Liz's brain last week. Two totally different women who was just struggling with this. And I'm not talking about her sexuality or the body she was in. I'm talking about struggling with her father putting her in this situation, struggling with, you know, that she was living a lie, which I'm sorry. I go back to the same thing I said last week about how bizarre it was for her to say it was so uncomfortable to be there when, you know, yeah, in, in Red's house. Like, She's a freaking I would... spy. Like, if that were Tom, he would not give a flying crap about it. No. And if you're going to compare... What a trained spy would be—that's Tom King, pre-season one, um, or season one, pre-season one, and um, it's uh, th- this idea it doesn't of, track. Well, yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't just track. You like basically have changed so the
1: character of Katerina in the last two episodes of the season. Yeah, and and you have changed everything that you wrote about about Ilya being so overwhelmed with guilt for. Help for having said a uh, blonde cat to die uh, like whoa, 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 I mean nothing that this woman did tells us that she didn't believe herself to be Dom's daughter. I mean, she even call him papa it's uh, just nothing matches any thought, and it feels so insulting to the audience that yes. you think that you can just come and change. Eight years, I mean, we're not talking about six months, and you decided to do a little turn at the end of the season. No, Eight years of canon, and you basically destroy them with a solution that... Here's the
0: thing, here's the thing, and I've been thinking a lot about this today, after watching the dumpster fire that was this episode, and... One of the things, cause as I mentioned previously, I, I have done a lot of research on, like, what does it take to break into TV? Eh. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the solid comments that the educators try to drill into you during this is this idea that you cannot lie to your audience whether it's features, whether it's TV, there are certain expectations that you set for the world. And that, yes, absolutely, you can have twists and turns, but it feels like you're pulling the rug out from under them. You're going to lose their faith. And that is what the Blacklist has done in season eight. They have lost our faith because they set it up as, This is Red and Liz. This is the story of what does Raymond Reddington mean to Elizabeth Keene? This is the story we've been following. This is the story we've emotionally invested in and never underestimate the power of an emotional investment. We have emotionally invested after eight years of this. We are the ones the the people that are still here are deep, deep into the fandom. And I'm not talking about the casual viewer, but they probably are, too, just because they are still watching. Like, when I casually view things and I'm mildly disappointed,
1: I'm like, eh, we're done. Yeah. And so, I cannot tell you how many shows, even shows that I love. I mean, I used to absolutely yeah. adore X-Files. I was never into a fandom, but I, I was an avid viewer. I watched every episode a few times. And once uh, Duchovny left and they started messing around with the mythology, I was done. But that, that so is sinful. exactly
0: it. It goes back to, this is, and I've said the same thing about New Amsterdam lately, because of the show that Ryan left, I mean, he didn't leave for it. They, he got the show after he left. Um, they, they toted that around because it was another medical drama on NBC. Oh my gosh, another one. And they said, well, what's different about this? oh, well, it's just a different setup. It's about hope. It's about this doctor who's struggling with cancer, et cetera, et cetera. They had it for a season. Season two started getting a little bit iffy there. Started getting really iffy there. Season three, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done because they lied to me. They set it up as saying, this is a different show than a medical drama. The Blacklist has lied to me. And I'm very hesitant to say that because it's easy as a fandom person and which I am, I, I will proudly tote. It's easy to get emotionally involved and say, you know, I, this is not my story. This is a sandbox that I am playing in.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not my story. I'm not writing it. I'm not responsible for it. Ergo, I cannot tell them how to end their story. But but, but you, you can tell that it's, it's been changed. They have a responsibility as. And, and I don't even want to say the writers because I'm not sure this is the writing team's fault at this point. I don't think it whoever, is. Whoever has made this this a decision way twice above, from above, choice from above, saying we're going a different direction here. They are responsible for lying to their audience because there was a situation set up and now the rug has been pulled out from under us, and we're supposed to just accept it? No. I have better things to do with my time. I have a I have a pilot in edits and another one in research. I have more things
1: to do with my time. <laughs> but but you know in, in essence they have taken characters that have been established over 8 seasons and turned them into taking away their their big quest. And that, that, is, made, key. that is that is key right there. That made their journey worthwhile, because it was not just about this, It was about the the the, cabal, the, the great search. of humanity. It was it was important to all of us. It made the moral center, which was Dembe, into a little more than a hypocrite. With honestly, like the the moment
0: twit. this cool. sounds this sounds really dumb, and this may be petty on my end. I'm not sure but I still feel this way. So I'm going to say it, but that whole balloon bit with a ROM got old really fast. And the moment they had Dembe, they they made our moral center into a joke in this episode. And that to me just kind of highlighted it. It's like, not only have you made him at a joke in the writing, but you've put it on display. It's almost like a,
1: a laser focus mm-hmm. of look at him. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. And and you have you have uh, destroyed the characters of Cooper by going along with sure go ahead and take over this empire which you don't yes. want. Yes.
0: Oh, oh my God.
1: Of go hide somewhere and that's it. Let's pause okay. that. Hang on. Let's pause
0: that there because that is so true. Cooper, who has looked at her so many times and said, "You are better than this." The Liz Keen that I knew. I don't recognize her now. You know. If you yeah, when
1: you start man. setting yeah. planes that could have uh, flew I, into one another, yeah, that's a moment. Then and, and now, when Panabaker straight up told him that
0: she will not cut a deal with Elizabeth Keene, he's still trying to get her to sell her soul, which is the sin. And I don't know. I yeah, well, I there be- wasn't oh. much
1: left to sell. I mean, that was slightly tainted. <laughs> but
0: and I guess it depends on if Cooper knows the full breadth of what red is asking her to do
1: no no I no, don't no. That. that's it that's a little before that i mean this is the woman oh, no, who had who a serenoid kill a, a suspect which is i mean i'm fine with killing a monster the woman was a monster but an fbi agent cannot do those things yeah oh i agree i fully agree
0: but the idea because cooper knows and he is Stated to Red that the reason she's at this point is because of the position she has been put into. And Red's, I'm sorry, but Red's utter bullshit over, what was the line I've got in here? Whether it's chance or karma, DNA or fate, or just bad luck, this is who you are now. This is who you've become a criminal, a fugitive. The fact that he, like, five seconds before he's going, I wonder if, you know, if I had never come into your life, if this would have happened. She and I know I know both you and I agree that Liz Keane is not a pink and perfect human being. Never has been. Never would have been. She was no going matter. to become
1: a criminal no matter what.
0: I don't know about that because the psychological inclinations I have heard. I don't know if this is accurate in psychological studies i have not read the research on it i feel like i should put that out there but i have heard that the psychological profiles of criminals and some cops are very similar and so liz prior to red re-entering her life had focused i am assuming through sam's influence had focused those darker tendencies into catching the bad guys instead of becoming one. No. If, if Red had stayed out, there is an even or better, in my opinion, possibility that she would have just continued on in
1: that life. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, I remember i have always have this vision of Liz running over the freelancer i didn't say she's looking perfect looking like yep that was fun
0: there's a difference yeah but there's a difference in being a criminal and being a cop that's willing to to blur the lines there to get the job
1: done well and then there is when uh, i mean regardless of this
0: I, I would like to pull back on my statement on the theme. I, I'm using air quotes here. The theme of this season being responsibility. Because clearly they didn't hone in on that in the end. Even though they portrayed it through the entire season.
1: Well, it it's, a, it's an interesting thing. I, I had a feeling, and I said that in Reddit, that the disturbing request is for Liz to kill him. And I see the logic in it. Because I would establish that. If she hadn't been trying to kill him for an entire season, but but yes, I mean if that was the case, it was more, it was better to have her let do that in anger when it was real, than to have this lovely day and say now kill me because that's what he had to do to Sam. He'd kill Sam, and he said it was the hardest thing he has ever done. He's, she's, he's asking her to kill him after even telling him, "If you knew who I was, to you, you wouldn't kill me." Oh my it's, gosh! Yes. It's so you're you're saying basically yes, you're going to survive, but in doing that, you're going to lose your soul. And, and that's and what I'm saying mean that, about about selling out her soul yeah it's just it just seems to me that what what you what you did with that setup was you could have arrived at that same point in a very different way you could have red said listen i'm going to have one of my guys kill me but you know you're going to be there holding the gun you know, understand I'm going to, I'm dying now. I'm going to suffer horribly. What do you do? This is just a way for me to escape that, you I know, actually and- thought he was going to do that.
0: I'm not going to lie. Like, as I was watching it, as he, it's like, as he said, don't worry about that, I thought he was going to have a sniper set up so that if push came to shove and she couldn't do it, which Honestly, let's let's hope our the people that love us don't want to murder us. I mean, that's mm. a fair assumption and a hope. You know, if she and because he sat there and was like, I understand, it was the weirdest thing. It was so well, weird. it's almost like
1: he wanted to believe that there was, there was, that Liz was not the criminal that she had become. Yeah, like it was a test, but it wasn't a test, but it, was, it wasn't a but, test because, because Denbe <gasps> and Red are talking about what's going to happen. Yes. And yeah. so, like, and they're talking it, about that. And then let's talk about, about Anne and what it does. Yes. Yeah. But like, you know, where is where is she? <laughs> is so Annie's dead. Annie's is dead. She, is she? Yeah. Yeah. How but do we know that Annie's dead? And and we have, I mean, we have the two scenarios now. Red is 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 Raymond Reddington. and because Demba said, um, you walk away from a normal life a long time ago. Well, Katerina never had a normal life. She was being trained as a spy. She was being turned into. She was being pimped by the father. Um, it's not a normal life, according to the 9822 which took that entire thing. So we, we've just, in the case of Raderina, not only is he going around having relationship with women that are totally innocent, and he had no business, but I bet he didn't tell them that he was transsexual, which feels a bit dishonest, because... That's one one of those things that you probably should mention before you go around sleeping with someone, you know, like uh, who you used to be, uh, excuse me, um, a traitor to my own country. And now I am a criminal and I'm in a list. I mean, he did mention that he was a criminal. He was number one on the most wanted list. He did say that. But I mean, the other thing he kind of forgot uh, about being a former Russian spy and a woman. Uh, that it's just what uh, this I, entire I, I situation. Will... It's Thank just you. it's just a situation in which you. I mean, you painted into a corner, and not by having Ritterina. You could have done Ritterina and have a lovely story. It would yeah. have been very beautiful. But it just hasn't
0: been designed that way. No, and that's and the you... thing. It's just, it's not. I I don't think the outrage with Red Arena necessarily has to do about the oh it's a transsexual story that's not the problem here it's that that is bad, a bad a bad
1: badly written story with badly written motives I, you know for what? It. i
0: i had I, I, before i left um years ago years ago we'll just say it that way i was in a writing group um very briefly there were very few writing groups where i lived and I think it no. I think it was just one one trip wonder. Um, I sat down and there was this middle aged dude who had his, his pilot. I don't remember what it was this time, but the story, the basic story of it was about this lesbian woman who, best I remember, watches her lover or wife or what have you die, and it sparked her her story, and. We were talking about it, and his statement was that lesbians were popular, and so he tried to write some. I am not a lesbian. I'm straight. And I was highly offended by the statement. (laughs) Well, if it becomes Red Arena, I will
1: feel that way about this. As I did about that man. Theme. It's it's a it's a ba- it would be about ba- that the motivations would be wrong and the yeah. story would be badly written. If it's if it if Red is Raymond Redington, the motivations are badly written because basically you took out the noble quest that the yeah. characters were in, and it becomes by- about
0: red versus about red protecting someone else yes,
1: and it's, and I, I, it's I about protecting me i'm an um i and, you know red reena or, or 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 reddington or whoever he is becomes a twit defending one woman at the same time destroying her life because i, I mean i and i let's go back to one Th- one thing that I know you're going to have a lot of things to say about.
0: I'm sure I will. I, I am. We're very- going
1: back to 508. Oh, hell. When Tom <laughs> has the bones and Rhett doesn't know anything about it. He has not in there and he gives him the one chance to say we, you and I are family. You can trust me. Where he gives, it bone? The he yeah. gives them the chance to come clean. Not knowing that that Tom has the bones and is ready mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. Gives him that one chance. That one is chance, yeah. Yes. And then is the moment where Red could have taken that and say, This is where I eventually have to trust the in this in this scenario that we have, the father of my grandchild. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's Raymond Reddington or Katerina. Yeah. Or yeah. even He's a left dude left. that that is effectively what it is. I'm I'm not going to risk everything that is going on because you have to know Tom by not in, in this moment choose to go in the same direction, telling him what the bones are and trusting that he that he will help me maybe tell this in a way that this will come out right. And in this process I'm going to save This guy. Then knowing that that Tom has the bones and has seen that, instead of telling Tom, stop, I will tell you what they are. Please don't show them to Liz. Let's go together and I'll do that. That's the point that he needed to make. He needed to trust and he needed to understand that was the end game. He had been outplayed. Instead of that, he does nothing. Tom dies, and after a result of this death, Liz loses the North. Like yeah. Tom or hate Tom, Tom kept her anchor Liz tethered to the light. Yeah, her anchor. I, I've called him her
0: anchor long before Wrestler ever became the island of calm. So we're,
1: and then as Liz is overcome with grief attaching herself to this quest of finding that truth that had nothing to do with grief. It was that truth. It's not, it's not going to give Tom back. And it was just a way to put the grief that she was feeling into something yeah. that she could achieve, that, like finding yeah. that truth instead of, Oh my God, he's dead. And I'm here raising my kid alone. Yeah. Instead and of health, in healthy manners. Actually, being flippant about the whole thing, taking it as you know kind of game of upmanship, hey you know you're you're doing this, and you're pretty good, hey, I'm pretty good, you're pretty good i'm I'm proud of you, but I'm going to be too up to it, and then landed her on on a coma and Tom dead, and then you see that that Jennifer enters the life and so he's put in death in this. In this um, row, wasn't that a little bit of okay, Palsy? You really went a little too far here because
0: at at so many points there were you have lost the game, Red.
1: Yeah, and I agree with you. You gotta change that. You could have you could have enlisted Liz and Tom to do whatever it is that your noble quest was at that point. Read the freaking room. Yeah. At this point now, you're, you you got Red, who already were put in, in death row by these two kids. And still, instead of telling them, oh, yeah, it's okay. Bring your kids home because Katerina Rostova can. There is another Katerina Rostova that comes up. And up now they're telling us that she always knew that she wasn't Katerina. But Red is calling her Katerina and kissing her. And now she's talking about Katerina Rostova. And she's using the name Katerina Rostova. Meanwhile, she has Liz right there. So she can take Liz, take her to Townsend and said, I am not Katerina Rostova. No idea. And
0: and Red only tells Liz, uh, Red, having known her for many years now, like been in her life many years at this point, knowing who she is, how she functions, even if you fault. And I, I don't. Blame me for faulting her and not learning, you know. But he knows how she functions, and he refu- he he only tells her once. This is not your mother, and it's it's very quick. It's very subtle. to so the fact that I missed it and I watched episodes multiple times typically, and mm-hmm. I missed it. I had to go back after you called it and rewatch and went. Huh, Tesla's right. Cool beans. Mm-hmm. And but it was once. Very quick. Very subtle. And then when it was. Clear. She didn't hear him. Didn't process it. What have you? He
1: just let it go.
0: And so, yeah, go- well, it's, it's do you not remember that I
1: told you this? It is. It is that that speech that he had. The road not taken. Road not taking. In in at some point, tell her what this thing is about. Yes I've been saying that for ages now Like there
0: would have and, and to be fair we could do that with any character In any show anytime And l- let's just take Tom The road not taken What if when he was standing over the, the hole in his floor You know talking to Liz Who's saying oh this is clearly about the adoption Oops sorry babe I'll be home when I can Works more important If when she'd gotten home He pulled it out and said let's talk about this and then instead of gaslighting her on that which hey guys tom keen fan right here like his biggest advocate i've written metas galore defending tom Keene, still call that gaslighting what he did
1: yeah it was brilliant he, too
0: oh oh he was very good at gaslighting he was well trained and so total gaslighting moment but what about road not taken i love those canon diversion aus are my jam And this idea of him telling her in that point, there are so many places where Red could have told her even small truths or clarified small truths that would have made things so much easier. And I understand that at some point you have to take a step back and go, the story has to go a certain direction. But where do you draw the line there and say, okay, this has become easy writing. This has become Lazy writing because well, you're taking the path of least resistance. But I get it. Up until well, when, when we thought it was all working to, towards this mass mythology, and that they were pieces of this puzzle. We, you and I both, like it, it was a dual effort there, in which we excused a lot of things over the years, going. This is a talented team. They're doing a thing. We have faith in them.
1: And then it blew up in our faces last night. Uh, but I, I don't blame the writers. I think that they... I, I'm I mean, saying I within, do. I'm just, within, within TV, I think that they were doing a good job. The, 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 the pivot point comes at some point in season eight when the mythology the cannibal mythology starts to go down the drain. Because if you have Stepanov saying, you know, she's off limits for now, and then she's like, oh, we did all this was to save you, which I was fine with Liz, with being Liz hallucinating because she's a narcissist. She believes it's all about her. But in order to preserve that, in this episode, they had to have told us at least a hint that that story that we heard was not all that we saw but we didn't get it yeah in fact we said "Ah, you were the product of a lie and you were born in a world of criminals and so therefore this is who you are so basically you're saying that was all correct and guess what we we had such a lovely
0: a lovely setup for several years in which we approached everything, nearly everything uh, in in this not quite half season approach. But the first season, I would say the big bad was Tom. And then it bled into, and it within the first season, it bled into, he's not actually the big bad. He is working for the big bad, and that's Berlin. And we got up until, it, it it went from bleeding in the very last episodes of the season up until the halfway point of the next season. He was, where was going to, to 208, and
1: then more yeah. or less there is where they were. And
0: then you'd get uh, uh, fall, fall um, what do you call it, um, the, the winter break. Um, winter hiatus and that stopped in what season four they got off that that
1: cancer well i i i always feel that 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 um that kate arch arc was completed by garvin by ian garvey that it kind of bled into one another
0: it see and that's that's the thing here is i I have been and this is this could be one reason I'm so emotional about all of this is because I have hung a lot of hopes um I still don't i I will not back down this writing team is talented i I've seen too many amazing episodes come out of the team that's currently here mm-hmm. to say that the overarching team is very good, including the Johns. I I, I include them in that Um, because this all came from originally from John Bokenkamp and then the broader strokes throughout Mm. John Eisendrath as well, because you can see his his fingerprints all over with his influence from Alias. Mm. And I, I think that I hung a lot of hopes on, especially because they had a habit of not wrapping things up. In a typical TV manner. Like and I always go back to the major. That we saw the major. Figure out about Tom. That oh you know. I can't kill him. I, I failed to kill him. But he's also in love with this FBI agent. I put the head out on him. And that didn't come to fruition. Until a season later. to You know. Mid two to three. To mid three. And because that was part of the roll out of the show. I didn't like it, but it allowed me to give them a lot of breathing room for hanging threads. We have hanging threads as of today from Garvey. We still don't know why the hell Garvey was there. he's just this gaping wound on the show of why. I don't understand why. Um, Tom's box, Liz's scar. Honestly, Tom's entire freaking history. Like they, it's almost like, oh, we didn't give Redemption a chance, so screw that. We're gonna toss it out the window. I. This is why I'm upset. Is it's not because it's not ending the way I wanted it to. They because it makes no off. sense. Yeah. They killed Tom Keenoff. It's the reason why pre-season five, I had so many people asking me on Tumblr, if they killed Tom off, would you leave? And I had a hard time saying no, because if things make sense, I understand as both a writer and a viewer, you cannot please everybody and you won't. So you have to be true to your story. Right now, I don't feel like they've been true to their story. No, I don't think so. I don't know. They're trying it's to too many My changes. Guess
1: My guess is the production. Yes. And I mean it just perfect. it just seems like there is too many things abandoned and too many things that don't make sense for me to, to say, Oh well I, I just wasn't seeing this this. I am full capable of saying yeah. I'm wrong. Um, but I want, and I want to address one final thing, um, on that final flash of scenes. And a lot of people feel like, oh, this is where the arena confirmed. I just want to say one thing. She flashed to everyone in her life. You know, who wasn't in those flashbacks? Her daddy from the previous episode. Yeah, because I I
0: swear, I said it last week. She didn't remember his face. That was
1: crap. I'm sorry. I'm going to call it. It was crap. But then, you know, then to me, that is the reason why she's flashing to her mom, her dad, or her husband, the friends, um, the romantic relation with wrestler, uh, the tea, everything that she had except for father because she's looking at him
0: well she had a relationship with everybody she flashed to except for katarina and she had a relationship in her mind with her she put katarina this ghost whether she's alive or not she had this ghost of an idea that she created an emotional connection with that was not true it was not accurate but she was an aura that
1: that surrounded her
0: yes and so but and it filled this maybe image that she had in her mind of her that she was an abandoned
1: yeah exactly and so the story that that, i mean to me made perfect sense that liz was having a hallucination she's a narcissist she wants to belong she wants to be told that she's loved and it makes sense but we got to this episode, and then it turns out that apparently the hallucination was not such. It was the reality, and all this entire thing had nothing to do. It's just to protect her. I really
0: liked your your theory about the hallucination. I didn't necessarily believe it was going to happen, but I liked it. It would have been my preference that it was that way.
1: It would have been um, consistent, at least, with yeah. her losing her marbles. Yeah, because I mean she's being but you know, once they, you start doing the reverberation and the standing still and the figures circling yes. like vultures. I mean you kinda were going there already. I mean and but the thing is,
0: now that Liz is gone yeah, they'll they'll suck her dry like they did Tom Keene. I mean, I, I said at the time, before uh before five oh eight. I said they will never let Tom Keane go because by letting Tom Keane go, they have to let Ryan Eggold go. And who has been their biggest advocate? Who has been their most... James doesn't do just a whole lot of interviews. Megan is not
1: fantastic at
0: interviews. Ryan was well-loved. Which is James, I and mean, I'm not saying Megan's not, but he was well spoken. He was good at much friendly with a, with fans. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can say is. that having met the man, that he is just a sunshine baby. Like that is it. He is just a bouncing ball of sunshine. He resonated in a way with talk shows that some of the actors didn't or didn't want to. There were, I think there are several actors that just are not inclined. I've heard Megan heard or read Megan say that she has some anxiety about going, and I don't blame her for that. So she may not be comfortable being on those shows, but Ryan was, and he thrived in them. So prior to 508, I was convinced that from a business standpoint, they wouldn't let him go. Clearly they did.
1: And at this yeah. point, I don't know what I was Do yeah. you understand why on earth they killed her? I mean, I understand no. that you would have... For me, it was easier to fake her death. That would have yeah. been a perfect thing. Or,
0: like... Honestly, like since you can have her, like on a
1: on on a on a vest and have a fake that would have been perfect, and then you can oh. bring another actress if Megan doesn't want to be there or they don't want Megan, whatever it is, bring another actress at the end of the season, and then that's Liz. no it it felt like a big
0: it, <laughs> one of my notes in my massive and not very massive compared to last week certainly um one of my notes in here was was this a big fu to megan or was it a big fu
1: to us as the well, audience i don't think, think that megan you? is is i mean she got How out of the contract got whatever is that she wanted it's to the audience at the end because yeah it, well i, I mean, mean who they were directing it towards Even and who he, actually the took the brunt. The way were maybe, writing Liz were clearly geared towards making us hate Liz and be tired of Liz and the antics. So it, you could see that they were maybe trying to kill her, but there were other ways of handling this that left doors open Yeah, and they actually exactly moved the story forward. I, I remember being in acting class and we were doing improv And the first rule of improv is no closes doors. Yes, opens doors. Um if we're doing an improv and you say, Hey, let's go to that supermarket in Mars, and I say, No, we're not in Mars, I just caught you off. There is nothing we nowhere we can go from there. We just close that. Yeah. Yeah. If I say sure. Wouldn't they want in Jupiter maybe be a little closer? Then we're going somewhere, even if we're not going in the direction you wanted. But by saying no, by when you kill a character, when you say no, you're just closing avenues that you don't need to close because the audience was more than happy to imagine list like, hey, you know what? This is the island. Let's go high there. And, you know, in a few years, we give you a new name and a new story, and you can come back. And I will be gone, so there will be no connection. Yeah, and you would have, in the same
0: way that they made, and I, to be fair, I'm not sure they meant to make it as iffy with Tom's death as it felt as a Tom Keen fan. I feel like Tom Keen fans tend to be people that tend towards more ambiguous shows like The Blacklist, people mm-hmm. that tend towards not about necessarily Tamar?
1: they took up so well,
0: my could actually yeah come back? but 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 i'm saying like with tom's quote-unquote well i i will still say quote-unquote death confound it all yeah. um but when, when they killed tom especially between episode eight and episode 22 of season five I remember looking at that and going, he could be alive, and I felt a finality at the end of season five that took me a bit to come back from, and then I did. I, I, I mean, clearly, I've had a Tom Keen is alive theory for quite a while that is false because thanks so much, you know, Blacklist, but you know, whatever. Uh, it's I. I it's not so actually. Much the- it would be lovely if they bring
1: at least Tom back. Oh um, no, not at
0: this point. Not with Liz dead. Like, just leave him dead. At this point, they're in heaven together. Just let them have their thing.
1: Well,
0: um Agnes will have a, a parent. I, you know what? At this point, that kid is so screwed. Like, I okay. This is the thing, and I I feel bad saying this because I'm so conflicted after John leaving, but he made a statement back in season 4 i believe it was he says uh, you know if something happens with um with ryan in in redemption we're going to welcome him back i want to. Oh, no no it was when ryan left to redemption he said we're going to respect the family unit we're going to respect well, the keen family broken campway
1: it lasted for like two
0: no, 100%. I think he just straight up lied to us. Um, <laughs> um, either that, and me. I don't know because John had he came out very early in all of this and said, I, and I, I reference it regularly. The when he pitched the blacklist, he talked to Sony and to NBC and said, I have an ending in mind. It's and they stopped and they said, no, no, your ending is when we tell you you have an ending. You have to be able to stress this out as far as we want you to. So he had an ending in mind. And I actually, I sent him a tweet. My guess is that he won't even be legally allowed to answer me, even if he sees it. But I sent him a tweet. I said, I'm very curious to know if the ending... I, the, the, my assumption is the ending that was planned is not how the show will end now. I would love to know what your ending was. But... What I did not say and what is potentially true is that just because this is leaving doesn't mean that this, Liz Keene bled out on the sidewalk, is was his ending. Or whatever the show actually ends on may not have been his ending. It could have been something else entirely that he had to alter. Yeah,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure because you see the change in the mythology. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, hey, it's not a book, so it's not going to be completely perfect. It's a TV show. I don't expect that every single uh, thread will be picked up and resolved. Yeah, I get that. But when you basically have told me for X seasons something and then that. It's not there, or were you getting into crazy stuff, like you know why would Ratherina be looking at Jennifer's home movies, you know with teary eyes, or you know Cole wrote the cipher text, but now it turns out that it's Reddington who did it's none of that different made any
0: if sense. you it's different if you change things that have already shown up in Canon and Canon is I think in a different fandom I saw someone ask what canon was. And what airs my, whatever it's collectively Yeah. And my my assumption is that everybody listening to this knows knows what canon is, but Canon for a show is what airs. Not necessarily what has been cut, not necessarily what was in the original pilot. I writing is fluid until it airs on the network. Once it airs on the network, it becomes canon. And if you start
1: screwing with that, then mm-hmm. that's where you're going. And, and there is to ways and ways process. of screwing. You can kill a character and then decide that you want them back, and you can unkill them, or they didn't it, die, especially like, in a show it, like Blacklist. But you yeah. cannot tell me then. Leonard Cole wrote the ciphertext for the fulcrum, and then eight of six seasons later told me oh no it was Raymond Reddington well that's exactly it that that is exactly
0: exactly it it's let's just take that for an example let's say instead of Liz Keene dying the end of season eight was oh my gosh Tom Keene's alive and Liz you have to go find him just for the sake of argument well you would have tons of people on tumblr and Twitter, I'm sure, because it's a cesspool, come through and say, Oh my gosh, he's dead! They've, they've uh, oh, what's the term where you, um, uh, retconned. Yeah. Retconned it. Um, retroactively changed canon is what that stands for. Yeah. And they would say that. I guarantee they would. But... Because of the blacklist, because we have 30-some-odd deaths that have been faked in this show. It fits in the world that has been framed. Yeah. But if it's a totally different situation when you say, this person created this. And it is shown by a reliable
1: narrator to be so. And then without any explanation, to change that. Because if they tell yeah. us, you know what? Your father was working with Fitch and Leonard Cole to create this. Then I get it. Yeah. But yeah. that wasn't mentioned. It it's wasn't just, there. It's, it's just, I, hope nobody, I hope nobody remembers this. I'm <laughs> just going to put this in here and hope that this, this emptying of this septic trunk cleanup doesn't stink too much. And people don't realize what it is and think it's a mountain of chocolate. It's not. It's not. It's a septic clean out. That's so gross. Yeah, well, it was a gross episode. That's so true. I'm, I mean, you regardless know, regardless of what happens, I'm going to leave my my blog and the post up. Yeah. Uh, because people have expressed that they I sometimes give them more. Pleasure than the actual episode. Yeah. Well, I I know that
0: I have had several people verbalize that they were looking forward to this episode. I I have been very vocal within certain groups. Um, I, I chat a bit with our group over on Facebook. Uh, tends more towards Reddit. I tends Wow. Tend more towards our group over on Facebook. Um. And then I've also spoken to people on Tumblr and in a, a private
1: show. Nobody's happy.
0: They aren't. They really aren't. Like people were looking for hope and hoping I mean because like I, I'm not gonna lie. I will tell you guys that when when it aired I was seeing tidbits on Tumblr because like I said, being on the West Coast, we get everything last second. Or, you know, like, well after everybody else. So, if it's airing 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern, the West Coast gets it at 10 o'clock Western, uh, Pacific Standard Time. And so, which I think is total crap, but it's what they do. It's fine. Everybody's still hung up on all the ratings. Um, so, I... When they moved it to 10 o'clock, I, I, I start my day job at 6.30 in the morning. And so I'm just, I'm not going to do that. It's I have more interest in my mental and physical health than that. And so I saw a few things scattered across the Internet. And then this morning, which would have been Thursday morning, before I actually had a chance to watch the episode, I texted Tessa and was like, you gotta have some nugget of hope for me. Like I was doing the exact same thing that someone else on Tumblr was doing to me. And because Tessa has a good way of going, oh, you just haven't looked at it from this angle. And she has walked, I can't tell you how many times I've come into the episode and gone, I'm so angry. This was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And she's like, but what about this part, this part and this part? I'm like, oh, that makes it so much better. Thank you.
1: Sorry yeah,
0: there was none of them That's not your fault That's not on you I sent her that text and she was like What, what did you call it? A septic tank truck That was dumped on the audience I mm-hmm. think that was the phrasing mm-hmm. It was fantastic In all the best and worst ways um, I, like, And that then you watched it and said Oh
1: my god that's exactly well, what it is I, I had to We were going to record a podcast <laughs> It's not like I had a choice. It's you know, for me, it I my main problem is not you know that they killed Liz. They could have done it properly. The way they did it. It's the for me, my problem is the removal of the noble quest because that 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 made all those characters quit protecting a narcissistic person without. Anything noble to go for it, except I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to betray my entire country for the for the trial of this woman i I will take it a step further. It was that
0: and it was the fact that they took their lead woman, their female lead, that has wanted nothing but answers their her entire existence on this show. The fact that we have had. Liz, I swear to you, you will have the normal life. There will be a day. And we've been working towards that. So, okay, they took her husband. They took the love of her life. She still had her kid. I mean, honestly, like, you guys know me. I am not a Keenler fan. But let's just say she landed with Wrestler. She had her kid. She walked through the park. Not a fan of that. That's not my ending. But, you know, whatever. They took everything away from her without even giving her answers. No, she I mean, i would be funny answers. if
1: we didn't know the answers. But, yes, she, but she needed she to know. She I'm died. sorry, but that no. was not an answer. So you tried to have it so open that, yes, it's open, it doesn't exist. It's a gaping. It's so wound. open because there's nothing.
0: It, it's so open, it's a gaping wound in your head. It's People are not coming back for this.
1: That's I, I, I think that may some of the casual viewers may turn to that if there is nothing else on TV. Yeah. Um, but you know what?
0: Guess what? We're coming out of COVID. Restrictions are lifting. I'm in California. Guess what? I can walk into a, a, lot, a lot of places without my mask anymore. I into a bar the other day. I said, do I need my mask on? And the guy grinned like it was his birthday and said no. It's open here. That means...
1: The and is, there are more I would, choices. I mean, you're getting now Spielberg oh. signing with Netflix. Uh, yes. You're getting a lot of people cutting, cutting the, the cord every single day, and that's what you're going to do with audiences that still are watching your shows. And here comes Oni boo. Well, so who's left? Like, I let me put it in in from my
0: perspective. When I I came in in season two. About midway, a little bit before midway season two. And I was buying, uh, maybe by season three, I was purchasing Amazon episodes to be able to gift from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I was purchasing, when the DVDs or Blu-rays hit, I was purchasing the, purchasing those as well for the extras. Yes, See, season so was five. I oh and and I, the I
1: comics had, and, uh, the, and the comics
0: and the novels and i had an at&t subscription at the time to be able to watch it Lot, li- you know w- watch mm-hmm. it i mean and right. i watch it yeah.
1: like now but with rabbit ears yeah so i, I have the i bought the amazon i, I would yeah. buy the amazon season i, I will buy the dvd and i even have netflix mm-hmm. so i could watch See, it anyway so
0: season five hit they killed tom And I made the statement, I said, this is the last season I am purchasing the DVDs. I'm done. I don't care. I I do not care. And that was the last season I purchased a DVD. I still purchased on Amazon because I still gif. I still love Liz. I still love Agnes. Still love Wrestler. um, And Aram. And various little tidbits that I was given. I will not purchase another thing. From the blacklist and that may not sound like a grand statement because i'm just one person but when you multiply that over your viewership sure you may have a few people that are in casual viewers don't do what tess and i have done they yeah. don't Pick the episodes apart. They don't spend their time and emotional energy on it. They don't tweet about it. They don't Yeah, and tell and tell you what,
1: if they don't go in Netflix and watch it in Netflix, Netflix is going to eventually say, Excuse me, we're done.
0: At some point it's gonna become more expensive to make this show than to keep it on air and it's gone.
1: Yeah. It just it felt like it was a terrible business decision. And it would have actually, for the network, it would have been a better decision to do an ending that would keep people viewing this because the value of the show by rewatches would be much higher. Well, it's so syndication used to be a thing
0: for like, you know, Seinfeld or Friends when it was syndicated, you know, and you'd get these reruns when you go and sit into the car shop waiting for your oil to be changed and you see friends on TV. So it's syndicated and the the powers that be get paid for each syndication that's aired. Nowadays, while that's still a thing, sort of with some shows like Friends from the nineties, it's more on Netflix. And so From what I understand, season five with 100 episodes, you know, for for 22 episodes season, season five with 100 episodes is is the golden point for something like Netflix to keep it on. That's where you're you're I guess you're breaking even maybe. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's still as much as they've cut the budget for Blacklist and you can tell. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. That is not a knock on the production team. And when I say production team, I don't mean like the the EPs. I mean the the folks that are the directors and the editors and the the action. They do what they can exactly. with what they have. Exactly, and they are fantastic, and they are super talented.
1: Well, but it, was, it had a very, very specific, um, very specific. It's gonna cost more to keep it alive. Yeah. It just it was a <laughs> we, bad decision. A zombie. Yeah. Oh and it's it it's a bad decision for a very simple storytelling, which is you cannot remove the noble quest when you are going, especially when you're going on a show that goes deep and dark. You cannot remove the noble quest. And that's what you did. You made that entire story about keeping Liz safe and Katerina hidden and, you know, and that, which is now a horror story. If red is Katerina, that's even worse because now it's nothing noble about it. It's just, you're being a coward. And you know, that, that it just, it destroyed the magic that he had created with his character that was dark and funny And we love to watch what he did. And we love that he had this relationship with Liz. And there was a point where she, you know, life was flashing before her eyes. And I was so overwhelmed by missing seeing her happy. Yeah. Missing seeing, you know, even when she was angry and when, when they were working together. And that entire thing was destroyed. Um, and it would have been a better deal to solve the problem with Megan or end the season or even yeah. have her gone with answers to go meet her mom or to go to a place safe and then finish the mythology. Even if you wanted to turn the show into a uh, law and order sort of thing in which there is this, this criminal that brings in blacklisters and then they go and catch them. You could do that. But you have not to finish eight the in, mythology. You can't, you you can't, can't do that eight just seasons like, in. Yeah, you but you cannot do that by saying... No, you oh, can't
0: switch from a hybrid to a purely procedural eight seasons in, nine seasons
1: in. You could if you finish the mythology.
0: But, you, ah. I mean,
1: this is not finishing the mythology. This is taking a dump on it. Oh, I, I agree with that. I don't agree with the former statement. I think that a lot. I would have even said, you know what, that might be a fun show. And either it's red, or maybe it's a criminal of the week that they catch one criminal. It's like Lady Luck, you know. They catch one criminal, and then that criminal tells them, you know, how to get into another criminal. And then that criminal tells them, you know, it could have been that. I've been fine with that.
0: Not if you start it as a hybrid, and that that has been an argument from. The day I enter this fandom on is this a hybrid or is it a procedural? I will die on this mound
1: that this is a hybrid show. But, but my point is you decided that you wanted to obliterate the mythology and yeah. eliminate the noble quest. And on top of that, you thought that we were all twits that don't even remember anything and I feel personally insulted by it. And I am not putting it in on the actors. I am not putting it on the creators or the writers or the production team. I know exactly where this lies.
0: I can't say that I know where it lies, but I certainly have my... I have my, my suspicions.
1: Yes, yeah, They're suspicion.
0: like 100%. Mine are... Little less than that, but that's just because I'm a I, I like facts and we're lacking some, but from what I know, I definitely have my suspicions. And
1: it it pisses me off. So we don't know if this is our last or not. We're not gonna make a decision yet. Um
0: But I I would like to say, um Because this is is something Tessa and I did talk about before. um, That we we were not going to make an emotional decision on this tonight. But I would like to say. Because I know there are quite a few people that have said they're done. And so this. For for you guys. It may be your last episode. And. We love you. We hope that you stay in touch. In whatever way you stay in touch now And it has been A trip
1: (laughs) It's been a gas
0: It's been a gas, absolutely Um, This Five years, everyone Five years From no podcasting To this And yeah And it's been A gas That that, that
1: is the best way to put it yeah, I it's been it's been a total um, journey. I had never been on social media. Period. I just don't like it. Uh, I never been a fan of a show. I have, of course, never had a podcast. I had never had a blog. I came onto Tumblr because I was reading your mantas and they were amazing. And in all this, I gotta say, it's been an amazing journey i have written millions of words on the blacklist i have had a lot of people that have said things that have been very um touching to me especially over the last um couple of weeks uh, a lot of people have expressed that they came into Reddit or came into Tumblr or stay with the fandom because they were reading the things that I was reading, that I was writing. And I've made amazing connections with people and great friendship. And even those who stood on different aisles from me on theory. All in all it's been a fantastic Trip that I we have taken together, and I am humbled by the n- great people that have been that I've met in this. In case that we do not continue, I just wanted to get that out.
0: Yeah, I am right there with you.
1: It's um, Mina gas. <laughs> it's gas.
0: It's it's funny. I I had a different part of the fandom that I was in the that kind of died out after season five and I remember writing this long love letter of sorts to the people that followed that particular blog and I didn't know what to expect from this because honestly I the thing I'm upset the most about is the idea of them taking this from us.
1: Yep. It's always feel bad when you're the one leaving. That when you suddenly go to your meeting house and you realize that not only the restaurant closed, but the building is down. <laughs> yeah, they've already already demolished it. Yeah, it's like, excuse me. Was it here a restaurant? I swear that I was in here. All right. Um guys, for now we'll just say till next time. Um I I think that I, maybe if we if we decide not to continue we'll do a last podcast or maybe we yeah. modify and not do once every every episode or we'll do a few a season or something like that. Yeah. We have to take a day at a time.
0: Yeah and that's I mean, we've got some hiatus to consider it. Um, I mean, I would love to say they killed Tom Keen and couldn't get rid of me, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll let you guys know. Uh, just keep watching the outlets that you look at. I mean, we we post updates to Tumblr, We post them to Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. Um, and clearly you can you can listen to us and you can follow us on Spotify iTunes and SoundCloud
1: and until such time
0: (laughs) until such time yes and we love you guys we do Bye bye